Jesus is alive. Are you living like it? This is Truth Pop. Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Truth Pop. We're connecting Christ in the culture. We're Jake and Kathy, that young adult married couple, connecting the faith, our Catholic faith, the faith that we know and love, hopefully your faith, with the pop music that's out there, right? We're looking at the true and the good and the beautiful. We're so glad that you're along with us and checking this out. And uh, Kathy, we're looking at, at least in what my opinion claims to be a very depressing song. You've probably heard it a lot. And every every time I hear it, like I'm like bobbing my head to it, but it's kind of depressing, don't you think? Yeah, a little bit. It kind of has that enchanting, dismal feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's like you want to get along with it. You want to like sort of get into Halsey's mind, what she's feeling. Uh, we're talking about the song without you and without uh, me without me wow you think i would do my homework <laughs> there <laughs> without without me by halsey oh there's a chris brown song called without you yeah so actually I when that. i was searching the song i mm-hmm. first originally searched without you so i made the same you mistake. were plugging the wrong song into the googles <laughs> weren't you i was all right so um and, and hey just a heads up before we get into this conversation then i know a lot of people have been asking us who have been listening to this they're like well hey why aren't you actually featuring the song that you're talking about into the podcast and it's a totally legit question we get it we really wish we could but uh i was on the phone with the the, uh the music peeps the powers that be and um (laughs) they basically said no it's not legal to feature songs like even if you're like critiquing a song uh so we were like all right we won't even get into this mess um kathy's still trying to get me to sing the songs instead i i haven't quite gulped up the courage to do that maybe if she like you know, puts a beer or two in front of me. I'll, I'll, I'll try at some point. Uh, this is not a song I want to start with. You know, maybe in terms not. Of maybe we should do something a little safer first. Yeah, and and I'm glad you mentioned that, babe. The song um, from Halsey does have a swear in it. So yes, be, and so if you yeah. do search the song, please search clean version. Yeah, warn your kids, warn your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife. It's definitely <laughs> and is. warn your husband. Yeah, whoever may be at risk of listening to the song. It's a good song, and there's something to be said about it. But again, we just want to put that out there. Do not listen to the explicit version. There's a bad word in it. With that said, Kathy, should we get into the song? Let's do it. Without Me from Halsey. All right. So um, as we speak right now, like as of this week, um, it's it's hit up to number nine on the charts, on the BDS radio charts. Um, and it's also been... On the charts for about 32 weeks. Now, Kathy, you were saying it hit number one, I want to say January? January 12th. Of this year. Okay, yep. January 12th. And so the song's written by Halsey, and, and we just actually learned that Halsey's real name is... Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, and actually she she says, she told MTV News that Halsey is just a vehicle, and Ashley's how she takes her coffee, but Halsey has a story to tell. So whenever she's um, explaining her story, she's, I guess, the character of Halsey. Mm-hmm. It's more like kind of her um, alter ego. Alter ego, yeah, yeah. I guess kind of like like Spider Man with yeah. Peter Parker. Good analogy. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So so it sounds like what she's saying. Then she is really putting herself, her true self, Ashley, into this song. It's not like she's playing the character of Halsey. Now I, I think it was originally written about G Easy. They broke mm-hmm. up last year. Yeah. The rapper G Easy. But um that's what the song's about. 
without me, but we're going to take a slightly different angle, and we want to just pinpoint a couple of lyrics before we get into the meat of the conversation then. Um, because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, this song is kind of depressing, and it starts uh, by saying, Found you when your heart was broke. I filled your cup until it overflowed. Took it so far to keep you close. I was afraid to leave you on your own. And then when she's in the chorus, then she's she's basically complaining, saying, hey, you took me for granted. You left me and you didn't realize what you had. And she says, tell me how it feels sitting up there feeling so high but too far away to hold me. And then she eventually says, thinking you could live without me. So again, she's talking about g Easy, but we're going to take this from a different perspective. Right yeah, there. yeah. actually, um, when I hear this song, I I think of the perspective of God, and mm-hmm. and I think often how um, we do that to God. We think that we can live without God when he's the one who gives us so much. He's the one who puts us up there, like what Halsey says. Yeah, fills our cup until it overflows. Yeah, God is so much. God he's has so given us everything. He, everything we have is from God. It's all a gift, and so often we take advantage of that and we take it for granted and and we think we can live without god so that's just how i see it that's the perspective i get when i hear this song and i think it i'm glad that you brought that up babe because when you said hey let's talk about the song and you said let's let's take it from a different perspective that halsey's taking it from i think you're right because i mean we look back to the first people who lived on earth adam and eve the original people who unfortunately fell into sin and if you want to read along it's genesis 3 um, the story of Adam and Eve, and of course, you know, you know, the story they ate the apple from the tree, and and they said, no, I want to be like God. They said, I want to have this power that God is supposedly telling me I can't have, and they gave in to the enemy's wish. They ate the apple, and then what happens? So um, Genesis chapter three verse eight, it says, then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So they hid from God because they were ashamed and they were embarrassed because their eyes had been opened after eating that fruit. And I just wanted to comment that it just says fruit. It doesn't actually say apple. So we don't know what oh, that's fruit it is. Could have been a mango. It could have been a pineapple. We don't know what fruit it was. So <laughs> they ate the fruit of the tree. So um, Adam and Eve, they... They basically abandon God. They leave God because they, I guess... They thought they could live without God, right? I mean, like they, they had yeah. that pride. And I, right, because they mm-hmm. ate that fruit and that opened their eyes. So, you know, they, they were prideful, right? And they, they wanted to be like, quote unquote, woke. Yeah. They wanted to be like God and they thought they could live without. Unfortunately, that has brought the human race into original sin. So... Mm-hmm. We're saying to God, we're essentially saying, look, I don't want your love. I don't need you. So often in our culture, we're, we're not told that we need God. We're, we're even told that God doesn't exist. So how right, are we supposed right. to know that we need God when, when we don't even realize that he's there? And mm-hmm. nowadays, sin is not called sin. It's, mm-hmm. There's no such thing as sin. It, everything's yeah. fair game as long as you're a quote-unquote good person. But what does that even mean? Yeah. If we don't have any type of boundary, how can we know if we're a good person? That's a really good point. And and really, I mean, it's not just about being good. It's about having God because we know we can't be good without God. We need him. Right. 
But babe, I think one thing that we should also talk about then is, okay, so we realize that we need God. We realize we need his forgiveness. How many times have we fallen into shame, just like Adam and Eve? And they said, yeah, I know I sinned. Yeah, I am feeling shame, but I still don't need you, God, because I don't believe that you're going to forgive me. Yeah, right? definitely. And I think sin adds on each other. And the mm-hmm. more we we just leave God out of it, we say, well, I don't believe God's going to forgive me. Then we kind of continue to choose sin and then we continue to numb our conscience. Yeah, and then, yeah. and I think that can really lead to complacency in our life and just being content without God. Because mm-hmm. I think for so long, especially like in college and out of college, I wasn't really focused on God as my number one priority. I mean, I always kind of went through the motions, but I was kind of looking at other things to fill that hole of emptiness Mm, in my life. Like thinking, well, actually having a girlfriend, you know, finding the right spouse, that's actually what I need. And as long as I have that, and maybe just a little bit of God, I'm good. Like, I don't need Mm -hmm. God to be like the all-consuming power, all-consuming father and and, and hope for my life. I believed I could put put God in a box. Mm -hmm. And then the, the number one thing I really needed was a spouse. Thankfully, I found you, <laughs> But the point is, I realized, and I think I realized this as we were dating, that no, God is the one who's going to completely fill me. He's the one that's going to completely bring me hope, bring me peace, bring me joy, bring me forgiveness. Everything I've been looking for, that hole of emptiness in my life, that was found through God. And I couldn't live a peaceful life without that. Can you relate to that at all? Yeah. Yeah. I am the same way in college. I kind of went through life complacent mm-hmm. not really turning to god very often um i was just very satisfied with myself and how mm-hmm. i was living and it wasn't until after college when i first started my job when i was struck with anxiety and depression and and i realized wow i really need god and i i turned to him and he came running towards me and and it hasn't been the same since so just as Danny from The Karate Kid realized that he needed Mr. Miyagi, I think that we all need those times in our life, that those situations that come and, and honestly make us realize that, yeah, I need God, you know? Yeah. As humbling as that can be, I need God, and I am nothing without him. And, you know, the church also, also says that God loves us every single moment of every single day. And if he were to stop loving us for even just a second, even just a millisecond, we would cease to be. Mm-hmm. So God wow. never stops loving you. No matter yeah. what you've done, no matter how far you think you've gone from the garden, you are still loved. God loves you in spite of our sin. And so again, that doesn't have to be the end of the story. That doesn't have to be the ending to your life. You can always turn back and you can always humble yourself. Go to confession. Say, I did this. I did that. And and God isn't going to turn you away. And, and that's the beautiful thing. So it leads us to the hope, right? The story of the prodigal son and, and and in case you haven't read this story in a while i know that it's, it's often preached about but how many times do we really put ourselves in that story it's luke 15 11. of course the son turned away from his father he took his inheritance he wanted to live on his own but after he basically fell into poverty he had to feed the pigs he was tired hungry he was starving he said i can't live like this anymore so he said i'm just gonna be my father's servant He said, I I don't think that my father is ever going to bring me back into my family, but I'm just at least going to tell him I'm sorry. So verse 19 says, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, 
His father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. But the father said, Quick, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. So, uh, babe, I think that's the beautiful thing is that as soon as the father sees the son walking from miles away, he runs towards him. And that's what God does for us. For those times in our life where we're stubborn and prideful and we think that we are fine without God, we can live without God, God loves us enough to say, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm going to respect your freedom. I'm not going to force you. But as soon as we're humble and say, all right, God, I I do need you. I can't live without you. And as soon as we humble ourselves and apologize and go to God and, and, and confess our sins, he doesn't hold that against us. And that shows how loving of a father he truly is. Yeah. And if we just take a few steps, he sprints towards us. He, you know, we open that door just a little bit and he'll, he'll swing it wide open. He is just waiting for us to come to him. He's there every single moment and he's initiating every second. But are we responding to that? He's going to forgive you, give you the biggest hug in the world. He's going to bring you back to that life you're looking for. So just turn to God. He's always waiting for you. Whether you realize you need him or not, trust us. You do need yeah. him. He He's there to help you through anything you're going through right now. So don't be afraid to turn to him. The song from Halsey, uh, Without Me. How many truth pot points do you want to give this song out of 1 in 10 based off of truth, beauty, and goodness? What are you thinking about this song? Well... Because it's a person talking to another person with a breakup, I am going to give it a three. You're right. Like, it's it's about a person. And, and not only that, but she is upset that the person doesn't think that he needs her. And, and rather than choosing to forgive, like God would, you know, God forgives us for those times that we think we don't need him. Well, she holds that grudge. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really exemplify the second aspect of what we talked about. Right. She, she, she mentions the pride, but she doesn't talk about the forgiveness and the mercy. So I think that's a good call. I'm going to give that a three based off of truth, beauty, and goodness for this song. Uh, and again, just a reminder, um, we just feel obligated to say this if, if you're a parent. There is certainly some vulgarity in this song so just be assured of that um you know if you listen to the clean version you should be uh should be good to go with that so all right well as always please let us know your thoughts about this song or maybe a past song that we talked about and the discussion that led to it always open to hearing your feedback and advice so you can hit us up Uh, we have an email address truthpotproductions at gmail.com and facebook and twitter is always cool for you for you to hit us up there too so All right, so we'll be back again in a couple of weeks, and you can always recommend a song for us to cover, too. We'd love to hear from you on that. So, cake out. God bless. This is Truth Pop.